Welcome to TMPJs. I'm your host Emma and on this podcast we talk about faith, life lessons and how it's shaping my own personal journey. Hoping you will find some gems as you navigate through life. So let's sip some tea, slip into your most comfortable pyjamas and join me on this journey. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. We are now on episode 8. I hope you guys have been doing well, keeping warm. Thank God for hybrid working because I, for one, would not, <laughs> I, for one, would not want to regularly leave my house in this cold, but um, even inside, even inside the house, the heating is not doing us justice. So pray for us. So this episode is titled, What If God Says No? And I'm smiling as I'm saying this because I... I'm having to think about the story that I'm about to share with you guys. And I think I'm smiling because of the fact that it's such a mystery. It's it's a mystery how God works. And I guess for me personally, that's the God that I serve, you know, a mysterious God. Um, you never really know why he does the things he does. One thing I do know for sure is that his intentions will never to harm you he sees far beyond us so what we may sometimes think that is him allowing pain to be enforced on us is actually not so um it's very tricky because i still haven't (laughs) figured the aspect out but all i know is his intention is never to harm me or give me too much that i can't you know come back from or handle I had read a quote somewhere a while back which says something along the lines of delay is not denial um, but can also be a redirection. I think the redirection part is the bit that stuck with me the most because we talk about delay, we know that okay that delay is it might just be taking long for something to happen but however what if the delay is actually for you to be redirected because what you initially thought was for you is not for you and so now you have to change your mindset and your your needs and your wants because what you're waiting so long for is actually not what is for you and saying this um there's a story i want to share with you guys so i had a period of time where i was actively looking for a job i had you know done what i thought was all the possible things I needed to do to master my interview techniques. I had structured a process which I thought was going to be effective in terms of the best places to look for those jobs and the people to talk to, um, you know, maybe someone to look over my CV, just making sure that I did all the necessary part to boost my confidence and to make sure that I knew exactly what to say when I was going into the interview because it's one thing having those skills and it's another thing selling those skills and sometimes it's fun because some people may not even have those necessary skills but because they know how to sell it they get the job so it's all about being able to sell your skills at an interview and I just felt like I had you know not necessarily mastered it but I felt like I've got this I've got this so in applying for many jobs and whatnot and just waiting and hoping there was this one particular job that I applied for and I got an interview I prepared 
I prepared, when I say I prepared for this job, I prepared for this interview. I had learnt what I needed to learn, my techniques I felt like was there. Um, it was also a job that I felt like would help me, you know, gain the knowledge and the further skills that I wanted for my career. And um, it was sort of like in the sector that I wanted to branch into. So I thought this was it. And so while I was interviewing, it was great. I felt, you know, you were nervous. You're nervous during the interview stage, but that's normal. But I felt like I was answering all the right questions. I thought it was a perfect match. After the interview, I was so sure. You know, they got back to me um, a day later. And unfortunately, I didn't get the job. It was between me and another person and they had picked the other person. I was gutted. Like I was, I was, I don't know. It felt like a punch, like someone has just punched me in the stomach. But then before going into that interview, I spoke to God. I did say, let your will be done. <laughs> but sometimes we do say, let your will be done. But then we want something so bad and we, we think this is for us. And so it's so easy for us to say, let your will be done and just expect the best. I think I just felt exhausted and like a bit disappointed because of the fact that the process of looking for a job is not easy. It's one of the most draining, exhausting thing that <laughs> someone can do. So I was just tired, but I had said to God, let your will be done. So in as much as I was disappointed, in as much as I was just feeling like, oh, really I just said thank you God and even though I meant it it doesn't mean that I still was not feeling a type of way and I think the thank you God part was I believe that he sees the bigger picture and he knows better and even though sometimes something looks to us on paper like it's exactly what we want when you go deeper into it it's nothing it's not it's nothing of th that sort and being in previous companies, sometimes when you're in the interview stage, things seem so good. Seems Things seem so like everything that you want. And then once you're in that workplace, there's this person just trying to make your job difficult. There's that person just trying to make you question your skills and your knowledge. It's just sometimes those work environment is just not it and affects your mental health. Um, So in this periods. I felt like when God is trying to, you know, draw me closer to him or speak to me, he kind of silenced everything around me. He kind of strips me away from all distractions. Hence why this, you know, I had to look for a job because I was in a period of isolation. And this period was just me, me and God, we were, <laughs> we were kind of locked in. So in that period, um, I said to him, I wanted a place where it would not let me compromise on my faith, my health needs and my sanity. I've been in places, in job places where it has definitely made me compromise on these things and it just didn't end so well for me. So I was just so sure that the next place, even though I was in a desperate state, at the same time, I didn't want to now settle and kind of go through the cycle of 
being somewhere where it's going to make me compromise on those three things and then not be happy and then wanting a new job and wanting a new, you know. So I said, if I'm waiting and if this is, you know, this, this isolation period is trying to get me to hopefully a better state, then the next role, I do not want to compromise on those three things. So let it pass me by if these three things are going to be compromised. Now, like I had mentioned before, sometimes something looks good on paper, but God has, God knows and sees the bigger picture. He sees far, 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 far beyond um, what we can't see. And so after I got that rejection from that interview, I took a trip because I, like I said, I was just tired. I needed to be in a different and a new environment. I needed to get away. And so I think a day or, so I think a day before I was um, meant to travel, I got an email from a job that I had applied for. And (laughs) if you have ever been in the applying for job state, there are sometimes jobs you apply for that you don't even necessarily remember you applied for it. And so you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember this now. <laughs> I didn't remember it before, but I remember it now. And so they asked to interview me, I believe, on the, on a day where I would not be available So as I was traveling. So I just sort of, and I know with the circumstances, you probably jump at that opportunity to be like, oh, okay, well, forget about this trip. But I was just like, you know what, at this point, I need this trip and if this is going to be a good working place, you know, this initial email to let them know that I would like to reschedule should not be a problem. So I emailed them to reschedule and it was um a day for of course after my trip. And so yeah, I came back from the trip. During the trip I was practicing for the interview. Um so when I came back I had my interview again. It was between me and another person they picked the other person mainly because of experience however um they suggested this other role for me because they liked my you know how I carried myself in the interview they felt like I was very 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 suitable for the job the role was actually a role that I've been wanting for a very long time it was at the back of my mind but it was something that I had written down in my diary somewhere or in specifying talking to god about it praying about it at some point it was the exact title but even reading the roles and responsibilities was exactly what i wanted to do so i went in um interviewing for this job that was um recommended for me and lo and behold i got the position and let's just say god knows exactly what he's doing there's a bigger picture behind this and what that taught me was the fact that it's so easy to trust God when you you want something and he allows it to happen for you and he does it for you. It's so easy to say thank you God. It's so easy to praise God. It's so easy to tell people about God. But the moment that he says no, it's a whole different energy that we're given. In as much as we want to stay faithful, in as much as we want to stay, you know, like still being gratitude it's so difficult it's difficult especially when you are in a space where you have been suffocated it's like either this 
or nothing and that is that's that's i think this is the time where your faith is really tested in and in sharing this i just want to encourage you that god's no is not necessary because he does not care for you or because he wants to see you suffer or because he wants to see you not happy god sees the bigger picture he created the bigger picture he hoped for you to choose the path that will lead to the better in the bigger picture he his his intention is not to harm you it might look to us that the the road is a bit the road is a bit you know bumpy and stony and just too much effort but he's he he didn't say for you to do it by yourself he he's happy to lend a hand you just have to obey and go through it this also reminds me of the story of job where job's story is a whole different kind of story it is nothing compared to what i believe most of us have ever been through this man was stripped of everything and some he was stripped of everything and was given the worst his health deteriorated he had lost his children he had lost his wealth and potentially lost his sanity because he was asking god to just take his life because what's the point of me being in a state in being being in so much pain and still living the moment you're begging god to just take you away that's when you really really know you have hit rock bottom but as much as he spoke to god and prayed to god to take these things away from him it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse but he never you know cursed god he never he questioned him trying to understand why this is happening but he still had a lot of faith to understand that god does things or allow things to happen for a good reason and in him being faithful he got rewarded much much more than he had before even though he was in a season of you know desperation pretty much isolation because his friends were not giving his friends were just trying to blame him saying you clearly must have done something and that's why god is punishing you which is not what you want to hear <laughs> when you're going through a tough time by the way his wife was just telling him to you know just curse god and just get over and done with you know everyone around him was just not giving everyone around him was just motivating him encouraging him to do the worst which is curse god which is just to like be like you know what just accept your faith that it's not going to get better but he didn't lose hope he didn't lose hope he he did feel discouraged by the way he did feel discouraged because he was in a lot of pain but as long as his mouth could speak he would still hope he would still want his his pain to be taken away and in being faithful even though it did not happen at the period that he wanted it to happen even though it did not happen the way he expected it to happen it happened at the time that it needed to happen and so he was rewarded with far more than he even had before and i'm not saying that every single person's no from god is going to end up in getting 
you know extravagant things that look to man as the right thing but sometimes it's as 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 great as your sanity being intact it might not be great wealth it might not be you know all the fancy luxury stuff but your sanity is just as important as your wealth so sometimes god's no is to save you potentially save you from what could have been costly and costly might not be monetary but costly could be costing your sanity costing your 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 soul you know just costing something that is very very expensive which we would not be able to pay for ourselves and so yeah that's what i wanted to share with you guys god's no is not a denial but sometimes it's a redirection and so we just need to be patient with him and also ask him what are you trying to teach me or what can i learn from this period of isolation what can i learn from this period of challenge and in being denied what i thought was for me thank you guys so much for listening if you like this episode do share with your friends or whoever you think needs to listen to this i also hope you stay connected follow on instagram on t and pjs.pod and um hope you tune into the next episode until next time